0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it there and welcome to this episode of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm really glad you're here today because I have an incredible conversation to share with you today that I had with my longtime friend and somebody I have admired for years. Her name is Jules Price. Now you might not have heard of Jules, but I can guarantee you at some point in your life you might have actually been influenced by what she has put into the world. So let me just tell you a little bit about her. Not only is she a top income earner at a company called Send Out Cards, um, she has become a relationship marketing expert. But it doesn't just stop there. Jules is also a top-selling author. She is a very well-respected coach, teaches other people how to build their businesses, how to have wonderful life and wonderful relationships. She also is very immersed in giving back to community and to arts organizations, and most of all, she's just someone who wants to put kindness and good vibes into the world, which I appreciate that, and boy, can't we all use that in the world today. When I think of Jules, I think of joy and light and laughter, and that is exactly what she brings into the world. So I am honored that she uh, decided to sit down with me and chat with me a bit so that I can share this unstoppably creative human being with all of you. So let me introduce to you my longtime friend and colleague, Miss Jules Price. Hi, Jules. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. This is exciting. I'm so glad you are here, and of course, because I mentioned send out cards, I want to start there because that is, it's got to be, I I don't know if it's quite 20 years, but it's at least 15, maybe 18 years since we did meet, and you are someone who has stuck with that and stayed with it and grown it for all these years. Tell me about what it was that first attracted you to it and why it's kept you Um, you know, uh, your attention all of these years.
1: (laughs) I know it's a long time, right? Well, I think, um, you know, I always say that with send out cards, when you're, when you're introduced to it, it's, it's kind of like, it's for people that already know they want it, but just don't know about it yet. You know, and that's what it was for me. Like, this is a way to send greeting cards and gifts easily from your phone or your computer, but it gets printed stuff stamped and mailed through the real mail. And when somebody showed it to me, it's because I got a card in the mail on my birthday. I had moved from New York city where Leslie and I met, Um, I moved to Sarasota, Florida, and I didn't really know anyone here. So I was going to networking groups, you know, to meet women and, and, um, a girl wrote to me and asked me to join her group, but it was about an hour away. And I said, no, thanks. And she's like, well, when's your birthday? I like to send birthday cards. So seven months later, I walked out to my mailbox and I got a birthday card from her and inside the birthday card was a, a $5 Starbucks card. And I was like, like, it was just so impactful. I'm like, who does that? Like, I don't even know this girl. And, um, so I called her and I said, wow, you know, why did you do that? That was so amazing. And she's like, oh, I've got this great tool that reminds me of people's birthdays and anniversaries. And she said, you know, not only does it let me be in better touch with my friends and family, but it lets me do things like this to people I don't even really know. And that was was what I was so drawn to, I thought this is amazing. You know, why, if it's so easy to do, why wouldn't we do that every day? You know, it's like you meet someone and you're not going to drive to home market necessarily and buy a card for them, but right from your phone or your computer, you could shoot off something creative of something that, you know, picture of something you talked about. And, and it just goes such an extra mile, which was the kind of person I always wanted to be, but didn't have a good way to do it. So yeah, that was, um, gosh, that was in 2006. So it's been a long time that I've been, you know, I have like my dream job of getting to teach people why they should be more thoughtful and how they can do it. And, you know, and um, it's for people that love being in touch with people. And it's even for people that don't, but, but they know they're supposed to, you know. Yeah. So one of my favorite things is to, to show it to someone that's kind of grumpy. And, and then they kind of <laughs> fall in love with it too, you know, because it's like when, it's almost impossible not to be impacted when you send a heartfelt card and a gift to somebody and then you receive their reaction and they're blown away. And, you know, it only took you, two minutes and cost, you know, a dollar. So, yeah. So as I've been doing for a long time, and I really love it for both individuals and businesses, teaching them how, why sending birthday cards to their clients or sending nice to meet you cards, you know, 1% of business people, Leslie do that. And you know how important it is to be that person that goes above and beyond. And would you rather be in the 99% or the 1%, you know? So it's like, it's just, I think most of the cool things that have happened to me in my life in the last 15 years are because of a cool card I sent to somebody.
0: That's just an awesome story. And you said mm-hmm. something early on that was, um, you always wanted to be the kind of person or that you always were someone who liked to go the extra mile, that mm-hmm. that's just who you are. You've kind of breathed into that your whole life. Yeah. Where did that come from? Do you think?
1: I I think that's just kind of my character. You know, I, I just always, wanted to be, um, how to add value, how to be helpful. And that is kind of the through line of everything I've done in my life, you know, with, from my performing, it's like the kind of impact you can make on people, um, in, in the card and gift business, in my books that I've written, because again, it's just like, if I felt like something could be helpful to people, I wanted to get it out there. And so it's always kind of been a through line and everything that's, I've been sort of guided to do. I love that.
0: Um, And especially when it comes to relationship marketing, whether it be send out cards or another um, multi-level kind of company like that, you have to be diligent. You have to do things consistently. You have to move forward every single day, take steps. What has made you so successful aside from obviously believing in what you are doing? What are the consistent things you've done that have really made you successful in that?
1: Well, I think that, you know, coming from a performing background also, it was very interesting because, you know, when you're a singer and you're, you know, going to auditions every day and you wait in line for five hours to sing for 30 seconds and you do it all again the next day, you know, it's like, you're kind of surrounded by other people too, that are going after their dreams, that have a vision of what they want. They don't let a little rejection stop them. They're waiting to, you know, position themselves in the right way to get in front of the right people. And I think that, you know, whether that's innate and you're born with that or whether you create those skills because you have to, um, you know, so you just have to kind of always be of that mindset of like, how, what can I be doing to get me in the right places to do the right things to, and keep putting one foot in front of the other. We didn't have a lot of slackers in our circle, right? Because you don't last long if that's your So I really found that to be the case when I started this business and I realized, you know, consistency is key. If you show this to one person versus, you know, one person a day versus one person a year, (laughs) which one are you going to be more successful in, you know? So it's just the same kind of attitude, like being consistent, being positive, not treating a no as a, well, I guess I suck at this, you know, and it's just, I felt sorry for other people if I showed them why they sending a card for a dollar if they didn't think that was helpful and I felt bad for them, I was like, Oh, maybe this doesn't work. You know, I was like, next, you know, um, as an actress
0: too, when they didn't hire you, you were, you were like, they didn't hire me. I'm amazing.
1: But with something like sales, I just didn't ever take anything personally. I'm like, I just, you know, kept, putting my best foot forward and and having energy and excitement and knowing that this helps people and adds value if they see the value of it. My job was just to share it and, you know, and get going with the people that saw the value of it and and let the rest of it kind of roll off. You know, I went from in school, I always had to get my A plus. Like I was, you know, I'm a Virgo. I've got a lot of issues. But I always had to, you know, get my A plus and then all of a sudden I was in a profession where there was no A plus. It was like there were no measures. You were just in a show or not in a show. And, you know, and it was very difficult for me to, you know, find, well, what is my new way of feeling accomplished and feeling like I'm doing the right things and achieving things, you know? Um, and so in a way, when I got back into the business world, I was like, I got to have my a pluses again, you know, there's competitions and there's yes. rankings, And I'm like, yes, like that was something that I could at least like kind of feel like I could see where I was on the, on the scale, but you know, as an artist, you have to really have your discipline and your mindset and, you know, you're working for yourself and, um, you're creating your own journey and your own measures. So that's difficult for a lot of people to, to be able to, um, be consistent with it and, and stay positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, almost five years to the day we lost my mama. And I know you knew that I'd lost my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she would always just say, You stick with that jewels. You, uh-huh. you, you team up with that jewels. She's she's stolen places. She would always say that. And <laughs> my always You're gonna make me cry. No, Robin, me I remember Robin. <laughs> and, yeah, and raw. and my mom was always right about stuff like that. Um, and uh yeah, she just always she just knew that you had something special, and my mom was am, uh, amazing at recognizing that in people. Um, and she was right; you are special. And I I want to talk about that specialness because so often as artists of all kinds, you know, you hear people go, "Oh, well, they have the it factor, or they don't, or yeah, they're good, but they're not this or whatever." Do you? This is going to be like kind of a confronting question, but do you know you're special? Can you look at yourself and go? I I'm special. Or do you just go, you know what? I've just worked hard and been consistent. Is there, is there a part of you that can go, no, there's certain things that I know I'm extra special good at.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's a hard question because I think, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think everyone in our profession in in the greater creative realm as a whole struggles with self-esteem, right? I mean, it's like in some ways, we all need that applause <laughs> okay. deep down, like to make us feel like I am good, you know? And, <laughs> um, and you know, I think that I've never walked around to saying, oh, I'm, I have it all. I'm it. Um, I've always been kind of touched and surprised when people have said that I've inspired them or that something I've said has helped them. And that is what drives me. That's what makes me really happy. But I don't think I've ever taken that for granted, if that makes sense, or just sort of the way I operate always. Like I, I absolutely love feeling like I've made an impact. And um, with the books I've written, when people have written me and said that, you know, like we talked about earlier, they hear my voice in their head, or I've helped them in some way. Um, It really is, incredibly special to me um, and keeps reaffirming that I'm doing the right things of what I'm supposed to be doing because it does seem to help people with my message.
0: I feel the same way as you. There is nothing better than hearing from somebody that something you have said has influenced them in a positive way. And you and I always shared that of really wanting to create value for people, wanting to empower and entertain and educate people and be there as a, as this source of bravery or, you know, give them the power to do what they want to do with their life and support them. And it's something that we've always shared. So speaking of books and also you mentioned a guy or guys, we're going to jump to this book. Okay. This is her latest book. Don't eat the scraps. Now we're going to talk a little bit about this book, but any man in here is not allowed to read this book. (laughs) We took an oath when we actually read the pages here. No men are allowed to read this book. Um, so this is for the ladies. Um,
1: Tell me how this all came about yeah. This book is brilliant. Thank you so much. Well, <laughs> so this book is very fun and funny and it's a quick read. The reason it says for women only on the cover and sorry for the guys that are here, but it's actually <laughs> kind of a joke in itself also, because the, um, in the book, I describe something that men do in the first six to eight weeks of dating that they don't know that they do. And we don't want them to know. Yes. Nope. So we don't want to change them and we don't want them to know they do this. And I joke around that it's kind of like the butterfly effect. Like if they become aware of the fact that they do this thing, then they're going to change their behavior. And then it will really mess everything up because we've finally <laughs> figured it out. And now as long as the women know that they do this, they can navigate around it and everybody's happy. So it's for yes. the greater good that the women read it and the men don't. But anyway, <laughs> obviously, I've had some men read the book and they love it. And the best part is, Leslie, I'm not going to talk about the, what the theory is because we won't. Yeah, do it. it. But the best part is, all the men that I know that have read the book, guys that I personally know, and even men that have reached out to me, have all told me after they've read it that they do do this thing. They're like, you know, I do do that, and I'm like why? And they're like, I don't know. Like they really don't know why they do it. And that's why it's so funny. But anyway, um, you know, and like I said, it's, it's not a male bashing book in any way. It's just explaining really the psychology of this theory of why they, they do this thing and how to navigate it so that it doesn't cause, for those of you, you know, when I say the first six to eight weeks of a relationship, it typically will cause a breakup. And for those of you that are listening, maybe you've thought about relationships where about two months in, some the guy's broken up with you for no reason at all. And it's what I describe in this book. And it really happens. Um, not only did my husband do the same thing, like we were two months in, and he broke up with me, Um, but the guy before him did the same thing, and that's what really caused me to create this theory. Um, Six weeks in, the guy before him broke up with me, and then Jeremy did the same thing, and I thought, what on earth is going on, and I created this theory that I've been teaching people for 15 years, and I finally wrote it all down, and um, the book was published in 2019. Incredible, Mm -hmm.
0: and she, Jules has said, before we got on this call, she said, now most Ladies who read this book,
1: they meet someone right away afterwards. It's <laughs> magical. I mean, I, you know, listen, I can't. There's no claims, but I must say that has been one of the coolest things is that people have written me that have read this. And first of all, all ages. So I've had people read it that are 15, yeah. and I've had people read it that are 78, you know, and it's like it appeals to everyone. It, it applies to everyone. And I, I had one woman that wrote me, she saw me on TV when I was interviewed and um, didn't know me, bought the book, read the whole thing, and she reached out to me and said, I'm 72 years old. I've been married three times. She She said, I thought I knew everything there was to know about dating. And she's like, now I'm really excited to go out there for round four. Um, Um, That was super cool. Let's see. It
0: was about two months ago that I read it. So, you know, we're coming up on three months. months. Where is he? (laughs) (laughs) He's out there. I
1: promise. He is.
0: (laughs) So he's there. (laughs) Now you know not to eat the scraps. So you're good to go. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to be calling Jules. jules (laughs) jules <laughs> oh my gosh
1: should we tell them that quick
0: story Yes. so i'm going to tell you this quick story about jules so this is so embarrassing when i tell this story but it's hilarious It's hilarious so jules and i were singing for the new york city ballet in london i know that doesn't make any sense but we were in london singing for the new york city ballet that were doing the ballet suite of west side story and then they hired singers to sing the songs in the pit while the dancers danced it um so we were in London and we are in the the Tower of London? Is that no, it wouldn't have been the tower. It would have it been in, where the, the jewels were. Uh, the, um yes, um uh, the crown jewels. Um the crown jewels, like going tower. to see uh, I can't think yeah. of what it is. But anyway, we're going, we're in the room with literally the crown jewels. You know, I mean just all of the jewels of the crown all over the place. But it's very dark. <laughs> it's very dark. With stuff lit so that the jewels are the thing. So at that point it was so dark that she and I were there together, but we got separated. And so I'm in the crown jewels room and I'm walking through this dark room going, Jewels? Jules? Jewels? Jules? And I was <laughs> so back in that moment. And it didn't occur to me that I was yelling jewels until finally Jules found me. And she's like, You're yelling jewels. And we're in
1: the crown jewels room. I mean, we just lost it. Oh, no, crown you were sort of, of weirdly it. whispering it. So people thought you were You are like, Jules. 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 <laughs> <laughs> crazy
0: woman that's got a gun or something, just going to like, kill people. It was the strangest, ridiculous thing. But it was, um, it's oh, our little I'll wonderful never moment it. together. Jules, what is up for you now? Because you always have stuff going on. Uh, what is on your plate that you're looking forward to in like the next, you know, three, six months that you want to share?
1: during COVID, I started a little fun apparel business. I don't know if you saw this at all, but, um, the honeybees. So it actually supports the honeybee conservancy in Manhattan. And, um, and it has all this like positive messages, like be grateful, be kind. Um, so, you know, it's just cute. And I had, um, I had all the, different bees drawn, like designed for me. And then I have all this apparel, there's shirts and mugs and hats and stuff like that. So that's been really fun. And, you know, a huge departure from what I'm doing, but again, still in that sort of positive positivity realm. So I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. If you're a a conservationist out there and you'd like to support it, it's called free to be. So it's F R E T A B E free tubby i'm doing i'm teaching a lot of coaching and training now so not only sort of the business strategy stuff like with the cards and the gifts but then also a lot of um business training for network marketing and then even dating coaching Jules, you just you continue to inspire me you've inspired so many people with just
0: ever just your being and just how just Jules like you are <laughs> the crown (laughs) jewels, the sparkly jewels, perfectly named, but what's the last bit of advice, uh, jewels that you would give to anybody who is either a creative, an entrepreneur, somebody who's wanting to make an impact in the world. What would you say to them?
1: Well, I think that it's so important to always be feeding your mind with positivity. And also like, if you're somebody that maybe you're in a profession where you're giving a lot, you know, like you're being creative and you're whether you're an artist or a performer or whatever you do, then we need to fill our own bucket because it can get very lonely and empty if you're always kind of that person that's giving to others and then, you know, you kind of stare at a wall and, and um the more you can kind of be kind to yourself and um have that space and that grace and not be your own worst critic and your own worst enemy about things.
0: I love that. And, um, I always like to bring people on who share my views on that. And that's something that um, anyone who follows me has heard that over and over and over that your mindset is the most important. You can decide what you want and you can go out and do it. But if you don't believe it's possible, you're never going to get there. And so I love that you just brought that home. Well, Jules, you just, I adore you whenever I see you, even though we're just, we're not even in the same room, I but I just, I have a fondness for you. And I always feel like we've just we just instantly connect again. You're just always in my heart and in my thoughts. And, um, I just think you're, you're just an amazing human. And I feel so, uh, just honored that you are in my life and that you spent the time with me today. So thank you. Thank
1: you, thank you so much. And you're such an inspiration to me. You always have been too. And you're the epitome of the businesswoman that is just, you know, like persistent and loving and, and leads with your heart. And your mind is so brilliant, too. So it's just a huge inspiration to get to see everything that you've accomplished. Thank you so much.
0: Well, my friend, that's what I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jules Price. You know, the the laughter and the lightness and the humility that she shows is just incredible. And she's the same way in person. And you know, you would never know from this uh, conversation, the level of this woman's success because she is so humble and gentle. So I want you to go check her out. I want you to look at the show notes, check out all of her links. I've got all of them in there because she's just a powerhouse. And I think you will um, want to follow her, want to know her. And um, I'm just super excited that I got to share this conversation with her with you. And that's it. I hope you enjoyed this unstoppably creative conversation and I look forward to chatting with you next time while I help you have an unstoppably creative life. See you next week.